This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is another Astros podcast. And welcome back. Robert Ford and Steve Sparks joined on Astro Launch as we are every Sunday by Jeff Luno, Astros General Manager, before the Astros wrap up this series with the, the Boston Red Sox. Getting some, some good news today, Jeff, with uh, Josh Reddick starting a minor league rehab assignment. Uh, one for four for Corpus Christi earlier today. And uh, I know the hope is that this is, this is a brief rehab assignment and we could see him back in the big league soon. I think he'll be back next week. I mean, it was good that he got out there today and Saw some live pitching, had four at-bats, and he'll get some more at-bats early this week, and we'll probably bring him back here to Houston uh, towards the back end of this homestand or, or as soon as we get on the road to Texas. Other news that we got yesterday, Jeff, was that uh, Derek Fisher came off the DL. You guys decided to option him to AAA, I would imagine, just for more consistent at-bats. Yeah, I mean, you know, it came down to a, a battle between himself and Tony Kemp for that okay. left-handed outfield spot, and he re- ended the spring really hot, and he got the first shot at it. But... Tony went down there and did everything we needed him to do with a great attitude, and so he's come up here and played well. So we're going to, you know, these guys are all going to get a chance to prove what they have, and Davis is up here now. You know, there's White and and Reed and other guys down there that will uh, hopefully get their chance at some point this year. But we want to have guys be productive when they get up here, and I'm glad Fisher went back down and immediately hit for the cycle. That's a good sign. (laughs) If he keeps doing that, it won't be long before he's back here. Uh, I want to ask you about Brian McCann. He went on the disabled list on Tuesday with the, the knee soreness, and it was an issue that he had last year as well. Saw him hitting on the field earlier today. Uh, is the thought that maybe he could be back after the, the 10 days are up, or do you think he'll need longer? We're, we're hoping that he can be back after the 10 days. He took BP the last couple days, and he's feeling better. And sometimes all it takes for those nagging knee injuries with those guys in their 30s is mm-hmm. just take a few days off and let, so it, we've heard. let it simmer down <laughs> and, uh, and keep going. So, you know, we need him, obviously. The right-handed bat's important. We're facing so many. Uh, I mean, the left-handed bat against righties, you know, tonight would have been an opportunity for him to, to be in there. Um, and, we've, you know, we've had a lot of lefties that we've faced, which uh, it's been a good time, opportune time for him to be out. But we're going we're gonna to be facing our, our steady diet of righties uh, down the road, and we're going to need him back. Jeff, how hard is it sometimes to, to remain patient? And I, I want to talk about Evan Gaddis, who went through a, a tough yeah. stretch to start the season, but who's really paid that patience off with 18 RBIs in his last 16 games. How hard is it to remain patient? It's the hardest part of my job. I was just talking to my wife about it this morning because she was asking questions about the bullpen. Mm. And the reality is, you know, we have a long season, and we know players go through peaks and valleys. And one guy in the bullpen having a bad night doesn't mean that he's a bad pitcher. He just had a bad night. He's had a good year this year. And same thing with Evan. We knew Evan was capable of doing what he's been showing us these last couple weeks. But I got to tell you, when you're in the middle of it, I don't even look at Twitter. Uh, I don't listen <laughs> yeah. to talk radio because, you know, they're calling for people's heads after one or two bad games, much less a stretch that, that Evan had to start the season. And thank goodness we were patient because, uh, you know, the, that kind of power, uh, that kind of approach uh, doesn't grow on trees for sure. You can't just go out and find it somewhere else. By the way, if your wife Gina ever wants to come on and give us her thoughts on the bullpen or the state of the club, we'd love to have. Yeah, her. I don't think we're going to do that. <laughs> my, my wife will join her. <laughs> hey, wanted to, uh, you know, you mentioned – 
uh, Tony Kemp earlier. And, I mean, he's a guy, I mean, you look at what he's been able to do, lefties, righties, doesn't really seem to matter. Seems like he's been a good fit in that number nine spot in the order. Uh, you know, gives a tough at bat right before the lineup turns over. It does. It's almost like having a second leadoff hitter. He's yeah. up there taking, you know, drawing walks against tough left-handed pitchers or slapping the ball around. Or, he's, you know, we've seen the potential and put it over the fence, too. So, um, this this versatility is great. It's versatility offensively as well as defensively, and you know he's been AJ's been trusting him to play some center field, which is tough. Joined once again by Astros general manager Jeff Luno before the Astros take on the Red Sox. Well, a, a big day in Major League Baseball tomorrow, and really the the next few days with the with the draft starting. Astros are going to be conducting the the draft, have their draft room down at the Spring Training Complex in, in West Palm Beach. So you're going to be heading there uh, pretty soon and picking 28th this year, which is the lowest the Astros have picked in the first round in, in quite some time. And uh, that obviously poses its own unique set of challenges. But when you're picking that low, it's because you're pretty good. Right. And we hope to be picking in that range for a long time. That's basically where I lived when I was scouting director for the Cardinals and my first pick at 28 was Colby Rasmus who made it to the big leagues and had a pretty good career so mm. far so uh, I feel good about that spot you know it's you don't get not all the indicators point in the right direction usually when you're getting players in that range but you can find some guys with high upside and, and I know Mike and his team have been working hard to put together a great list. Talk about high upside with that pick is one of the strategies and I, I know it's not a blanket but is one of the strategies is to maybe pick a guy with higher upside that's been injured or things of that nature? Yeah, sometimes that works because a player that maybe was expected to go in the top five or ten either had an off performance year or an injury year and really slips down to the end of the first round. You know, you need to be careful because sometimes it's uh, chronic. Yeah, there's something happened there that you need to worry about. But it is an opportunity to sometimes grab guys down there that wouldn't have otherwise been available. With the draft, obviously, Mike Elias kind of with the, the scouts kind of runs the draft puts together the draft board and all of that how much input do, do you give and how much of it do you let mike handle mike mike calls the shots and i have not been involved in this year's draft i haven't seen any players except a little on tv and some video and i've listened to the guys give their reports but it's his show he, he trusts his scouts he trusts the guys that are giving him the information and he has a terrific track record with us of making picks that you know, didn't see it. it came out of nowhere. Guys like Brett Phillips and, and Nottingham and others that we used as trade bait, and obviously guys like Correa and Bregman that are here and part of our uh, part of our going forward plan. Jeff, you've been in a lot of those, and you were calling the shots in a lot of those. Take us into the room. Hey, you're picking 28, say, and you're starting to wind it down. And I'm thinking about my fantasy football draft, right? Yeah. And I'm saying, don't pick him. Don't yeah, exactly. pick him. Three <laughs> or four picks in. You guys screaming in the room? There's there's a lot of that goes on, especially different scouts that are sort of rooting for their player to be there. <laughs> uh, but I, I, Mike has the same philosophy I do, that we don't fall in love with certain players and, and lead to that sort of emotion, wanting that to be the only guy there. Mm. Um, you know, you line up your players the best you can and you watch the draft happen and you don't worry about what you can't control. And when it comes time for your turn, you've got a few minutes to decide. But typically, if your board's lined up properly, the decision's already been made for you. Jeff, I wanted to ask you about uh, Forrest Whitley, who served the 50-game suspension to, to start the year, uh, so hasn't hasn't been been playing in games yet. Uh, no, he was slow by a minor injury at one point. What's What's his status and what's the plan for him moving forward? He just threw three innings, uh, about 50 pitches. He felt great. His fastball was sharp. His pitches looked good. And I think that's going to probably be his last. We'll see how he feels when he comes in tomorrow on the next day. But And that's uh, down at uh, in, in, in Florida at yep. extended spring training. That's probably his last outing in Florida. 
So uh, I would expect that the next time we see him in a box score, it'll be in Corpus Christi, and it'll be sometime in the next 10 days. And he just had a, a touch of a setback, right? Back, yeah, I just back felt related? some discomfort in his lat, and, okay. and you know we don't want to take any chances, especially because we we're not in any rush here with him. Um, so we just slowed him down a little bit, got him started again. But the, the stuff looks great, and he's obviously chomping at the bit to get out, and our fans in Corpus are chomping at the bit to watch him sure. play. All right, Jeff Luno, Astros General Manager. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me on, guys. The Houston Astros Radio Network. 3-1. And Springer drills this one pretty deep to left center field. And you can kiss that one goodbye. Robert Ford, Steve Sparks. This is big boy baseball. This is the Houston Astros Radio Network.